the word of the Lord comes to you, step out in faith and watch how God will bring ravens to you. The ravens are coming. They're coming bringing supernatural provision for your need. How God will supply for you supernaturally for your supernatural vision that God has given you. The ravens are coming. They're coming from the north. They're coming from the south. They're coming from the east, the west. They're coming to you because God has commanded them. He's commanded them to bring supernatural provision for you to feed you as you, as you follow the Lord. I believe in supernatural provision. Are you happy today? I have a word for you. Open up your Bibles. Go with me to 1 Kings. 1 Kings chapter 17. Tell your neighbor now that you're saved, you look so much better. I heard some of you go, so much better. Someone asked me, you know, Pastor, how, how do you look young? Why do you look, how, how do you keep, keep young all the time? You know, you, you look young. And I said, because sin makes you look old. It does. Sin just makes you look old. Some of you, you know, some of you, you all came in looking like you're like 75, 80 years old. And now you look like you're 20 years old. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. First Kings chapter 17. Praise the Lord. Verse two says, then the word of the Lord came to him saying, get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook of Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook. And I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and stayed by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. God wants to give you a supernatural vision for your life. Everything that the Lord calls you to do is beyond your abilities. I mean, it's still a miracle to me, me being able to preach the gospel. That's, that's just a miracle that somebody would show up just to hear me say something about God. That's a miracle because Kevin had nothing to offer anybody. I could maybe talk about sports, but that's about it. But God did a miracle in my life. He changed my heart. He filled my, 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 my spirit man. He, he, his spirit came inside me and filled my mouth with his word. And, and a miracle took place. Now I could preach the gospel. Now the miracles me is when I stop. That's a miracle. Because <laughs> I can keep going and going and going. Praise the Lord. But I know you can only receive as much as the, the book can endure. <laughs> and so God has a supernatural vision for your life. He would call you to do things that are beyond your life, beyond your abilities, beyond your strength. Some of you, you try to get married in your strength. The marriage didn't work. 
But when you turn to the Lord, the Lord was, he is the one that, stri- that, that restored your marriage. Amen. He is the one that allowed you to do something you could not do. Some of you could not break through dr- from drugs and alcohol. But when you met Jesus, instantly you broke through. Amen. Some of you never thought that God could use you, but now God is using you. Yes. And every day you look at it, it's a miracle. The life of God is not meant to be lived in the natural. It's meant to be lived in the spirit. It's a supernatural life. You can't love God without God first loving you and showing you he loves you. That's why the whole world, they're lost because they never, they never experienced the love of God. But when they experience the love of God, the Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. When they taste and see that the Lord is good, they come running into the kingdom of God. They want everything that God has for them. They're ready to receive. They're ready to grow. They're ready to be blessed because now they've tasted it and they sensed and they know that he's real. He's alive. Not because somebody told them, but because God visited them. Amen. Their eyes were open to salvation. That's why if you're believing God for someone to get saved, pray that the Lord will open up their eyes so they can see the glory of God. That when they see the glory of God, they'll come running. Amen. Amen. They come running into the light. And so the life that God has for you, it's supernatural. In other words, it's beyond your abilities and your own wisdom, your own strength. God never calls you to do something that is natural for you to do. It's not by your strength, it's not by might, but it's by his spirit. So that when you stand in whatever position God places you, you could say, that's not me, but the Lord did this in my life. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen. Say, I live a supernatural life. And God has a supernatural vision for your life that's beyond your ability. The thing about it is don't try to question it. Just receive it. When the Lord speaks to you about it, if you receive it and believe it, then you'll step into it. The problem that most of us have is our faith is so weak that when God begins to show you his plans and purposes for your life, we doubt him. We think maybe I can't, you know, maybe, maybe Pastor Kevin or maybe the other minister or maybe them, but not me. No, no, no. I think one of the, the, the greatest mistakes that the body of Christ does is when God speaks to them, they give up on the vision that God's spoken to them and they try to pass it off to someone else. They see that, oh yeah, yeah, pastor could do it or so-and-so can do it or, or they're spiritual people, they can do it. Let me tell them what God told me so that they will do it instead of me. And you can't do that because God won't pass. Look, God gave you the vision. It's his life for you. The Bible says that even before everything, he knew you and he had a plan and purpose for your life. And the plan was not a bad plan. It says plans to prosper. Hallelujah. How many of you like that word prosper? I like that word prosper. Amen. Why don't you prophesy with your neighbor? Tell him you're going to prosper. Amen. You're going to prosper. Amen. And so we got the supernatural vision, the supernatural vision, but it's going to take supernatural provision. If God wants to do something supernatural in our life, God is going to have to provide supernaturally. Supernatural provision for supernatural vision. If you have a supernatural vision, 
God wants to release supernatural provision for your life. The Bible says that this man of God, the word of the Lord came to him. The word of the Lord will come to you. The word of the Lord came to him. And God said, I want you to go by this brook. I have commanded the ravens to bring you food. They'll bring you bread and meat. Every morning and every evening, you're going to eat bread and meat by the birds that are going to fly and bring it to you. That sounds like supernatural provision to me. That's supernatural provision. That's, that's God providing in a way that's beyond our imagination, beyond our abilities. Many times we might even see someone and we think, oh, maybe that, that's the way God's going to bless me. Maybe God's going to bless me through my job or maybe God's going to bless me through, through uh, uh, this deal that I'm getting ready to do. Or maybe God's going to bless me this way. But God has a way of changing all of that and blessing you supernaturally. Many times we, we, do the, we do the mathematics, you know, we think, okay, if I get here and I get there, then I'll get this. And oh, yes, now I can say I'm, I'm blessed because I did all those things according to my strength. And that's the way God's going to bless me. No, I want to tell you, there's supernatural provision that's beyond your imagination that God wants to provide for you. And you might not know how it's going to come in. All you need to do is follow the word of the Lord. When the word of the Lord comes to you, step out in faith and watch how God will bring ravens to you. The ravens are coming. They're coming bringing supernatural provision for your need. How God will supply for you supernaturally for your supernatural vision that God has given you. The ravens are coming. They're coming from the north. They're coming from the south. They're coming from the east, the west. They're coming to you because God has commanded them. He's commanded them to bring supernatural provision for you to feed you as you, as you follow the Lord. I believe in supernatural provision. I believe in supernatural provision. I'm telling you, I'm getting my faith way out there. I don't want my faith next to the boat in case I, I sink a little bit. No, I'm getting way out there. I'm not just walking on the water. I'm running down. I'm running to Jesus as fast as I can. Amen. I'm not going to stay by the boat. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I'm going fast. I'm, uh, there, there is so much blessings waiting for me to do what God called me to do. Listen, I don't want wealth. I don't want all those things the world wants. What I want is to see the vision that God's put in my heart come to pass. So I'm not chasing the dollar. I'm chasing the vision. I'm chasing the will of God for my life to see people saved and healed and set free. And this, this world changed by the glory of God. And so we're pursuing our vision as a church. And you, every one of you should be pursuing the vision that God puts in your heart. For some of you, it might just be that God will bless your family. And that's where you're at right now. But as you walk with God, you're going to take another step and get a little farther from the boat. And as you get a little farther from the boat, watch how the vision begins to increase upon your life. Amen. Have faith. Trust God. When the word of God comes to you, don't doubt it. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. When God says, I'm going to use you this way and I'm going to do this in your life, don't doubt it. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Understand, you can't do anything with God, without God. But with God, you can do all things. Amen. 
And you might not be there right now, but you're on your way. You're on your way. You're going to get there. God has supernatural provision for the vision that he's given you. Wisdom, knowledge, increase, relationships, supernaturally. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's going to happen. The ravens are on their way. Praise God. Praise the Lord. I was going to share a story with you regarding Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn came down here to the valley to preach here at Faith Pleases God. And while he was here, my father took him to Mexico. And my, we had an orphanage that we, were, that we built over there that was taking care of the kids of all the prostitutes of that city. They gave up on their kids and they, they, the orphanage would pick them up from the streets and, and house them and feed them and, and take care of them. And we built that orphanage there in Matamoros. And my father took him over there. And when he was over there, Benny was so moved by what he saw. He looked at, he looked at my father and he, and he gave, I want to say it was $50,000 for the work of the ministry. At the time, he had so much debt upon his life. He had been preaching so hard and the bills had piled up so greatly. But God had spoken to him, give to this orphanage. And he didn't want to miss out on his blessing. He didn't want to miss out on the word that God had spoken to him. So he gave to the work. He went back home. At the time, he was a pastor in a church in Orlando. And he, he shared the testimony, how the Lord had moved upon him. And how he, he gave And as, as he ministered on a Sunday morning. There was a man in this church that asked if he could take him out for a breakfast one day. And so as they were having breakfast... The man was a businessman who had been attending the church. And he looked at Pastor Ian and he said, Pastor, when you shared the testimony of giving to that orphanage, that was the first time I really saw your heart. And the Lord has been speaking to me. And he looked at him and he said, how much does a church owe in debt? And Benny Ian said, well, it's a lot of money. We owe about a million dollars. The man took out his checkbook and wrote a check for a million dollars to pay off all the debts. Hallelujah. And then he asked him, how much personally do you owe? And Pastor Ian had just built a house along with all the expenses personally that he's taken throughout the years serving the Lord. And he said, it's about $350,000. The man wrote another check and paid off all his personal debts as well. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What happened? Supernatural provision. In our ministry, we've seen supernatural provision over and over. I'm telling you, this is the way I live. I live on supernatural provision because if I, if I sat down and try to make something happen, no way. I'll break it all. I, I'm telling you, it, uh, there's no way. I, I, would be, I would have at least $30 million of debt right by now. <laughs> Not even from the banks. I'd be every payday loan. 
because they wouldn't loan me anymore. But there's supernatural provision for the vision that God has for us. When, when I got anointed as pastor, there was about 100 people in this church. David, you remember, you were here. There was about 100, 150 people in the church. All those that were really great men of, of wealth that used to give greatly for the work of the ministry under my father, they were all gone. All the people that had, had any substance, they were all gone because when, when my father passed away, 10 churches split from this church. Every preacher that was a preacher that my father had, had mentored from, from nothing became great men of God. They all left, started their works, and they grabbed all the people that were serving in this church. They, they, they tried to destroy this church. That's why you got to be careful about the spirit of Jezebel. That spirit of Jezebel will come upon you. You know, thank God for the anointing. But just because you're anointed doesn't mean you have to destroy somebody else's work so that God could promote you. That's the way of the world. The world is of God. Go out, go find some, a barren land and plant new seeds and build new disciples and build. And watch how God will bless you. Amen. And, you know, almost every one of those guys, they, they had so much trouble, broken marriages, ministry. Most of them are not even ministry today. Why? Because they didn't realize that God had a plan for them, but it wasn't that time and that season. Amen. They did according to the flesh, not according to the spirit. Amen. But I, I'll go back to the story. <laughs> and, you know, let me keep on, on that, just that last point. Let me go back in. <laughs> There was a lot of people that were wounded. A lot, of, a lot of friends that were in the church that were wounded because they saw so much negativity, people talking, you name it. And when I became pastor, nobody wanted to trust anybody. They were afraid to bring someone on the pulpit. They said, don't you know they'll destroy your church? The, the, that man, you know, might share a, a, a message and, and will destroy the church. And they're just after, they're just trying to get, get the people because they know this is a blessed church. You know, we used to average 3,000 people every, every weekend. And so everybody came in here, all the evangelists that preached at this pulpit, they all came and they started churches down the road. And, and it, was a, it was a constant recruit, recruit, recruitment. And so when I became pastor, there were so many people that were wounded because their best friends end up going to the other church and try to take them there. But God told them to stay here and they couldn't understand why they didn't they, they left and they didn't stay to, to to stay strong with the church during its, its time of weakness. Amen. You know, the shepherd was was gone. The new shepherd had to take over. Amen. And so when I took over the, the, the church. Immediately, I wanted to bless and I want to give. I want to love. I want to do all these things. And they would counsel me. They say, Kevin, don't you know they might come and try to destroy, destroy this place? And I, I looked at them. I said, I said, I cannot but give. I have to give. I have to love. I have to, I have to go out and do. I can't think the worst of people. I think the best of people. And, and, and they, they, they looked at me and one person with, with, with tears in their eyes they said, you're going to have to teach us how to love. Because we're so wounded. And it hit me when they, they told me that because I realized, yeah, when you're broken, it's hard to love. But I think, I think we've been doing a pretty good job. I think we've learned how to love in this house. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and, and if you're not there yet, just hang out. Hang out with us a little longer. Oh, man, you're going to be walking around, man. I love you, brother. I love you, too. 
Praise God. You know you're growing spiritually when you're closing the church. Amen. I mean, we get uh, I, we have to turn off the lights and kick people out now. I mean, it's, nobody wants to leave. Praise the Lord. God is good. Amen. But when I took over as minister, I got anointed as pastor. We needed we needed seventy five thousand dollars by Friday. On Sunday, I get anointed as pastor. We need seventy five thousand dollars by Friday. I mean, how you like that? You get anointed as pastor on Sunday. Church closes on Friday. You know, I didn't even get to preach my first sermon. They're ready to close the church. You know, I, that wouldn't be a good ministry. And my, my mother, she looked at me. She said, Kevin, you're receiving the church in worse condition than me and your father started the ministry. And I looked at my mother. And I said, Mom, just put it in the hands of the anointing and the anointing will take care of it. My complete trust was in the power of God. I didn't have an answer. I didn't have a way. All I knew is if I trust the Lord, the Lord will make a way for me. And so that, that Monday, after I got anointed as pastor, I went into my office and I went before God. And I said, God, this is your church, not mine. And I refuse to pay for it. And I can't pay for it even if I wanted to. <laughs> so I refuse to pay for it. Very bold, right? And I told God, I said, God, I can't, uh, I, I said, God, I, you made me pastor. So I'm going to get on my knees and I'm going I'm to pray and worship you. I'm going to read the word of God and get ready to preach the gospel on Sunday. I, I told the Lord, I said, I'm going to do my job. But God, you're my provider. You're my source. You're my supply. So I expect you to do yours. That's what I told the Lord. I'll do mine, you do yours. Sounds like a good deal to me. I'll do what I can do, you do what you could do. And I rested that in there. I didn't pray anymore and ask God about the provision. I didn't worry about it. Every day when my wife would, would look at me and she might say, you know, what are we going to do about it? I said, God's going to supply. God's going to supply. It's going to be okay. We didn't worry about it. We didn't call a special session. I mean, if there was someone that had any wealth, you know, we couldn't call them because they weren't here. And what do you do? Hey, hey, brother, how you doing? Yes, I'm pastor now. Can you lend a brother 75? <laughs> I mean, what do you do? You trust God. I mean, think about this. You know, if God can't supply for financial needs, what makes you think I could believe him that he could heal anybody through my life? But I know my God heals. I've seen him heal. I've been healed. And I know my God provides. He has provided for me. And so I trusted the Lord. We needed $75,000. That Friday, a raven came in. A raven came in on Friday carrying a check. And that check was not for $75,000. That check was for $750,000. Hallelujah. You ask, what did I do with it? Oh, I bought myself a new BMW, a new Mercedes. No. No. 
We preach the gospel for another year on television. And pay for all the bills. The, God gave me my first, my first year in ministry. He paid for the whole thing. Nothing stayed in storage. Everything went to the kingdom. I called up. And understand this. I don't preach in Spanish. And it was a 24 hours, seven days a week, Spanish preaching Christian network. I called every friend that I knew that preached in Spanish. I said, come on the air. We're paying for it. It's free. Amen. And we preach the gospel for another year. Amen. Why? The Lord paid for it. Amen. It's his work, not mine. Amen. I've gone to a place in my life, I own nothing. The only thing I own is I own my relationship with Jesus. That is my, that's, that's mine. That's mine. And I want to just encourage you. It doesn't matter where you're at right now. Some of you might be believing God for money for school. Some of you might believe in God for money to pay off your, your debts, your houses, your cars, whatever it is. Some of you might need finances just to do something that you've been needing to do for a long time. Whatever it is, put your faith in God. I'm telling you, the ravens are on its, on its way. As you will listen to the voice of God and allow God to direct your steps and get in the ways of God, the ravens will come and will provide for you supernatural. For every supernatural supernatural vision there's supernatural provision it's the lord that builds the house not man it's god that builds the house he's the one that will provide for you he will be the one that supply for you he's the one that'll pay off all your debts man will come with their promises people will try to say they'll do this and they'll do that and they'll try to get you to put your hope upon them don't put your, your hope on anybody else but the lord the lord is your source your source he is your supply trust in the lord and you will never be disappointed Never be disappointed. Tell your neighbor, I'll never be disappointed. You'll never be disappointed when you trust God. You'll never be disappointed when you trust God. You might say, well, pastor, I got a disconnect notice. I, I'm getting ready to get, get kicked out. I'm, I got all these, these things that they're, they're threatening against me. That sounds like you need a miracle. I know our God, he, he does miracles. Praise the Lord. And he has a miracle for you. Get excited when you're in that position. When you're in that position, you don't know what to do. Praise the Lord. You're in the perfect position. You're in the position to receive a miracle from the Lord in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. And this is the way we're going to live. We're going to live supernaturally. Every open door, supernaturally. Promotion does not come from the east or the west. It comes from the Lord. Supernatural promotion. Supernatural increase. When others don't have, you have. Even when you're, when everything is, when you don't have anything in your house, God still knows how to bring a bird to you at the right time and at the right season. Amen. They'll come from the north, the south, the east, west. Can't you hear the, the wings flapping? Can't you hear them coming? Hallelujah. The ravens are coming to your life. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, that's, that's worth, that's that's, that's good enough for some worship, man. Lift up your hands high to heaven. Just worship the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the ravens. Thank you, Lord, for supernatural blessings. Thank you, Lord, for provision, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Right now, just begin to ask God for what you need right now.
there's something that's weighing on your heart. As I was sharing this, there's some need that's going on in your life. Just begin to ask God under this anointing. Just ask God for what you need right now. Father, I ask you for this in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for sending a raven that will carry it to me in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for supernatural provision in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We receive it right now in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise God. Can we give God praise? Hallelujah.